Hello, I'm Jerry Michaels, and welcome to 60 Minutes of Podcast. Or less. <laughs> this is the LoadingRenderon.com podcast for Halloween 2009. Even glad, though it I'm won't actually be Halloween when you listen to it. So. No. It's a It'll be about a week from Halloween. <laughs> no, 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 but since, ah. this, since this podcast will have moved on, it'll be a ghost cast. It's true. Ooh, we are speaking to you Actually, from the day. It's probably we're just as well as this podcast not going up on Halloween because we're, we're giving everybody really time don't, to, to recover from their... Uh, really don't kick the table. Okay. Well, it would be... Uh, we're giving people plenty of time to recover from their diabetic coma after... Uh, oh, cheap Halloween, Halloween. candy. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's tomorrow. Hey, yeah. Morgan, cheap Halloween candy tomorrow. Oh, snap! Oh, yeah, good times. You can get it at Costco? What are you so much. Factory boxes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, this is, a, oh, man. this is a multi-video podcast, because uh, last week, you guys spent spent your time making fun of us, rather than talking about the video. We only spent two and a half minutes making fun of you. Yeah, all that was within the first two and a half minutes of the podcast. You don't need to listen to the rest of the podcast, uh, <laughs> for uh, no reason. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. I like the week that uh, that it was just me away and you guys were all talking about stuff and like yeah it was the Graham's life thing, it was oh, yeah. you were setting up the Graham's life uh, Twitter account and they're like wait what if he listens to this and it's like he doesn't listen Listen's to these <laughs> and I'm like ha 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 poor fools, <laughs> so it's it's I think I, I think that's why Jared took so long to put this this one up so we wouldn't have a chance to listen to it before we got here today, mm. so mm. that was that was clever strategy. We're insulted whatever you did, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, season seven premiere, thirty minutes or less. The secret of the sauce, Woo! which is uh, definitely like the longest gap between you know, like we've done videos in a series before. This is probably this is definitely the longest gap. The first one was so old it was actually still being hosted in QuickTime on our site. <laughs> Dang. I don't know if this would even really be called like part of a series. It's not a series. It's, it's a sequel. Yeah, it's more just yeah. It's it sort of sets it up as a, a revisit, sort of. Yeah, say. sure. A redux. I sure. don't know if it's a redux. No, it's, it's a, no, it's a different, uh, it's a different uh, story. Like you know, someone was like, "Is Kathleen supposed to be the same character as Ashley?" Oh, yeah, like, yeah. No, 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 no. This is this is different story. This is just another adventure of whatever Johnny the hard boiled pizza delivery man. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's grown a beard in the intervening time. Yeah. Well, I had the terrible goatee the first time. That's how long ago it was. You ever uh, use the uh, the I love cereals? Uh, right. Yeah. We're thinking of putting a line in about how Johnny loves <laughs> loves cereals as a. Serial joke. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. I had most of this one written a while ago, but never finished it. I don't really know why. I think I sort of hit a wall for for uh, funny detective, um, for funny, like, detective narration metaphors. For, like, two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were throwing around ideas for what we were going to do for the season opener, and we had one, which we were never going to be able to pull off. And we still had, might do it, though. Yeah. Yeah, so we're not telling you what it was. Then we had another one that we wanted to do, but we couldn't get someone to be in it. And then uh, there was this one. What was the other one we wanted to do? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you later. Um, so, just, just yeah. Just get Jared to beep it out. He can do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was uh, it was a lot of fun, though, doing, you know, doing uh, another 30 minutes or less. But this time, doing it with motion. But, but wah, wah, wah. motion looking the same as it did... Uh, as it did the first time, like with the same sort of filters, and it was a uh, it was interesting uh, sort of. It was uh, certain filters in uh, Final Cut that made it not 
like just crushing the contrast would have made everything look way worse and would have had much much less control over what things show up as black and what things show up as white and so this this uh, this allowed me to have much greater control over it and made it all look better and we shot it mostly on the green screen which was uh, which was cool because that made that meant that I could completely black out the background and put those neat uh, those neat outlines around people mm. which I think uh, helped a lot uh, it does mean you have to be sort of cognizant of how things are going to look but to wear like a white shirt and a dark jacket so that they'll show up differently enough uh, I'm uh, planning on doing like a, a secret of the green like just showing all the un the unfiltered shots and you'll see that Kathleen went, uh, has like like just way overdone makeup right? oh yeah like my uh, I don't actually have lipstick that was dark enough to show up on for the effects for that because most of the time, I like to wear makeup that is natural colored. Um, you know, it's a thing that women like to do. Um, so uh, I actually mixed together lip uh, lip gloss and uh, purple eyeshadow and caked it onto my lips. So you've got like mad eyeshadow and these crazy lips because we need the contrast so that they actually look yeah. look. It look took me like ten minutes to actually wipe off all the eyeliner I was wearing. Ugh, gross! It's so gross. I suffer for you guys. And uh, Jer, uh, re revisiting his role as the chief, this his bits were shot the day before we shot House of the Dead. Yeah. So you had like mad beardage going on the night before. It wasn't. And... It wasn't that mad. No. It, but it was. It was getting to the point. I don't usually let my beard get to the point where it is beard. You yeah. Know? Like I, I don't let it start falling down. When it starts falling down, that's when it gets cut off and starts again. Yeah. You you prefer the Don Johnson look? Or... I. <laughs> I just don't like to take care of it, so I I stop maintaining it until it wants to be maintained, i.e. like cut or groomed in some way. And then it just and then goes get away. rid of it. Yeah. And then it starts again. And um it's the cheer pet method. Yes. <laughs> but that's like once every two days. Jared. So he was Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I had to tell Jer the next morning if his shots worked so that he could shave for Jeremy Michaels, because otherwise we'd have problems. Um I mean, it was cool because everyone's bits were shot separately. I think there was a couple exchanges with me and Kathleen that were the, that we were actually on on camera at the same time. But the bit where Kathleen is uh, blackmailing the chief in a silhouette flashback uh, is just um, is just their own separate shots put onto the same thing because you can do that. It's magic, and there were a couple actual real uh, exteriors, which was cool to have, and. Uh, I, I love the one with uh, with uh, Ray. There was a door downstairs that we had, having to jimmy the door. And then finding out it was locked. It was, actually, <laughs> it was actually locked. I tried it a little bit, and it moved, and I was like, okay, no, 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 it's, it's, it's not locked, so let's just do this. But then when I pulled it, it actually only moved that amount and then stopped, which was kind of funny. I think I had a, a pen or something. Something, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know how heavy the video filter was going to be, uh, so... It actually worked out uh, quite good. Somebody actually thought I was Andy. Yeah, it's because you have the flat cap. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I like that, like, <laughs> like, the people have cell phones, so it's obviously, like, fairly recent history, but everyone dresses like they're, you know, from the 40s. That's, that's, that's why I just love that Jimmy has, like, a shirt and suspenders and a flat cap. He's like a newsie or something. <laughs> quite Let, let's that, not so. get too deep into the logic of this world. I like it. I like it. But, uh, yeah, so uh, a lot of fun. And uh, Paul had uh, the uh, the fake beard. Yeah, the fake beard. Because yeah. it was sort of a stand-in because I don't have my cookie anymore. I, I thought it worked. Yeah, I think it was a little bit... Ex Amish. 
excessively. <laughs> it was a little, I think it might have been a little excessively large. Maybe, little, maybe kind of stuck out a little bit. Maybe a little Amish. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, yeah, Deep Crest O'Reilly, you know, changing his, changing it up, changing his image. Yep. And um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I'm trying to think of what other sort of specifics. Um, uh, there was there was some music in this. Oh, holy crap! Yeah. yeah. There was some fantastic music. In the first one, if you go back and watch it, I'm just using some various garage band stuff I threw together. Um, just basically a walking bass line. <clears throat> yeah. But for this one, we got uh, our friend Bradley Rains to, to do us uh, some music, uh, which is great. And because apparently his dad is actually like a trained jazz pianist. And uh, he's and uh, Bradley's had experience, pardon me, uh, doing that sort of thing. He has actually recorded a podcast supplement that I have not listened to for you to hear talking about some of the music he's been doing for us recently this video included which we will play for you now 2574 miles away from victoria british columbia this is bradley rains and i'd like to welcome you out to a very southern segment of this podcast brought to you by the lazy magnolia brewing company and viewers like you in england <laughs> Fellow Lur peeps, we'll be cracking Bradley Rains here. Uh, I'm here today to talk to you about Loading Ready Run. Uh, you might have heard of it, you know, it's pretty cool. Uh, more specifically, the music I've done for Loading Ready Run. More specifically, the music for The Secret of the Sauce Vid. A um, little bit about me, I'm 23. Uh, I've been recording music in uh, my studio since I was... 13. Um, I've been playing instruments since I was about six. Uh, I play all the instruments on all my own recordings. Uh, all of them. Guitars, bass, drums, keys, all the singing. Uh, I do all the recording. I do all the mixing, all the mastering. Uh, I go so far as I don't even let other people press a button on my record usually. Because I, I take great pride in, in my work, and and, uh, and uh, not many other people do that. And that all got started because when I was growing up in Boonville, Mississippi, there was I had a lot of friends that played instruments, but none of them played uh, like guitars, bass, and drums and stuff like that. So I had to teach myself because if I wanted to make music and record, uh, then I, I was going to have to do it. And so, out of necessity, invention. And, um, and yeah, and the rest about me is pretty much history. Here I am. Uh, how did I come to Lur? Uh, well, let's see. My brother Jacob, who is also kind of my unofficial producer on everything I record, uh, he was really into pure ownage. Yeah, I guess I should probably mention that we're both pretty hardcore gamers i'm all about some fps fps is my thing has been since day one but yeah he was really into pure ownage from like uh, i don't know like episode two or three of season one so i mean from like very early on he was a huge fan of pure ownage and he tried really hard to sit me down and show me some of those episodes uh, this was like back in like 05 or 06 i think 
he was like, you know, bro, they're really hilarious. You'll really love them. And for whatever reason, I avoided it until one night when he like taped me down to a chair and forced me to watch season one, episode 10. Yeah. Needless to say, from then on, I was hooked. That was my favorite show of all time. It was like, that was, yeah, that was the do-all, end-all of internet TV. And so a couple years go by, and I'm browsing the noob store one day, and then I see this little blue link in the left frame that says loadingreadyrun.com. It was a link that had not been there the day before. So I went and investigated, and the first thing I saw was this how to talk like a pirate shirt and I was like that's pretty funny and so I had to check out what this loading ready thing was all about and the first video I watched I think was fail house 11 yeah needless to say I was hooked from then on out you know this that to this day that's still one of my favorite all-time vids I mean that vid was the whole reason I fell in love with loading ready run I, I, I don't know why it, it that's just how the cookie crumbled. But, uh, so anyway, I was a long-time Lur lurker until I found out about the crew Twitter accounts from the Lur blog. And immediately I headed right over. Because at the time, I didn't even know what Twitter was. And uh, when I got there, like, Graham's most recent tweet was him petitioning the Lur friends to help with the making of the music for the vids. And I was like, ah, yes, 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 yes. This is what I've been waiting for. Of course I can help. And so I ran through the Twitter sign-up process just as quick as, quickly as I possibly could, and not even knowing what Twitter was about, just so I could at reply Graham and tell him, yes, 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 I can do music for Lur, and I would love to do music for Lur. Uh, so yeah, that's basically how it all started. We emailed back and forth for a while, and eventually he got me to do the music for the Skeeter Pellant video. And the rest, as they say, is history. Uh, now that you know, probably more than you ever wanted to know about me and how I got connected to Lur, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the process that goes into making the music for the vids, namely the Secret of the Sauce vid. Uh, this vid, unlike... The others I've done for Loading Ready Run was actually really easy to score for. Um, uh, my father is a professional jazz musician, has been for nearly 50 years. I've done a lot of jazz myself. I did a lot in, uh, in college. And being quite a fan of film noir, I was quite excited about, about this when it came down the pipe. So this past Sunday, I woke up at noon having gigged from 8p till 2a the night before and that's really common i mean my life is really 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 hectic because i play just in so many bands playing so many instruments uh so i got up at noon just tired worn out knowing that graham had to have music by 8 p.m my time uh so i kind of started in a rush but it was a really beautiful sunday afternoon here i mean beautiful weather I, everything just really kind of slowed down and it was really, really chill. And uh, the day before, I had uh, drafted my father in to help me on this one because, I mean, let's face it, when it comes to jazz, there's really no other. He, I mean, he's boss. 50 years of it under his belt. I mean, yeah, can't beat that. Uh, and this is the first time I've ever collaborated with any other person on, on my music. I mean, for 10 
10 years, I've done everything by myself. And I do mean everything. Uh, you know, I've tried to collaborate with people before, namely my dad. I've, I've really tried to work with him on many, many things, but it's just never worked out. He and I approach the whole musical process in completely different ways. Uh, he's the type that likes to sit down and just do it in one take, whereas I, I'm more of a, okay, well, let's sit down and chew on this for a while so we get the best possible product kind of a guy. Uh, so none of our past collaborations to this point have even come close to working. So the first thing we did Sunday was sit down and discuss a game plan uh, for this music. And uh, I already had really, really strict ideas about what I wanted. And, uh, and that's how I work all the time, really. I get a, a, a real set idea of what I want my goal to be, and I just go for it. Uh, I knew that I wanted him to play saxophone and piano on this project. Uh, not that I couldn't, because I'm an okay sax player and piano player, I think, but I'm just not near as good when it comes to jazz. That's just his territory. And uh, I know I just got through saying that I play all the instruments on my record, but this is the first time I've ever collaborated with anybody else. Uh, everything else I've ever done, and everything else I will continue to do, I do all by myself. Um... Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure why I make such a big deal about that. But anyway, uh, I was just really sick that day, too. And I mean, I just, I didn't feel like holding my own head up. I could not spell my face. So I knew if I was going to get anything done on time, somebody was going to have to help. Uh, the first thing we started with was the piano. I knew that the piano sound for this music was going to be really, really crucial. So immediately... Uh, I set to work, I set crafting the, the sound I wanted out of my grand piano, you know, setting the mics just a certain way, experimenting with different preamps and different settings until I got what I wanted, and, uh, and then basically I just hit the button and let Dad go for it. I mean, that first track you hear in the vid is basically just Dad improvising. I mean, I had given him a considerable amount of direction, yeah, but... When it was all said, I just hit the button and he went for it. And, yeah. Uh, the same goes for the rest of the pieces that were in this vid. I had given them a lot of direction ahead of time, yeah, but they are essentially him just improvising under a given set of rules that I gave to him. Uh, now, the way I work in my studio, because I usually play all the instruments myself, uh, again, except for this exceedingly rare occasion, uh... The way, I th the way I work is I record one part, put that instrument down, pick up another, record another part. This is called tracking. So the way we did it was we recorded the piano first, and then I went and did the drums, and then I did the bass. Uh, and this, was, this time it was particularly hard for me because I wasn't playing uh, to myself. I wasn't recording parts listening back to parts that I had already previously recorded. I was listening to somebody else. And I've done this before in studios with other bands, but this time, uh, because Dad was improvising, uh, he didn't really hit all the notes exactly on beat. He did a lot of kind of like push-pull stuff with the tempo that made recording the drums, which have to be, you know, really solid and right on the beat every time, it made it really difficult. But I got through it, and I was able to lay down a simple backbeat uh, that I could record some bass to. And uh, 
I knew the track really needed like some upright bass or some or double bass if you prefer. But I didn't have access to an upright that day because it's out on loan, I think. Somebody's borrowed it. So I had to sit down and try and make my electric sound as much like an upright as I could. And to help with this, I even stood it on its end. I stood my electric on its end and played it like an upright just to uh, help me get more into the mood, you know, to make it sound more like an upright. Uh, then after that was mixing and mastering. Uh, now my mixing and mastering process usually takes far longer than the actual recording process because I'm unbelievably thorough and I don't usually put anything out there with my name on it unless I'm just like completely 100% satisfied with the way it sounds on any speaker setup anywhere on earth but that takes a really long time and I just didn't have that kind of time that day and I was just so sick I was just like there's no way I'm gonna put that much time into it I just, I can't, I just physically can't. So I kind of, well, I kind of hate to say it, but I kind of did a rush job of it and just sent it on to Graham. I, and I was a little unsure about how some things were gonna sound, uh, namely the mix of the bass, uh, if it was gonna be hot enough or not. But in the end, I, you know, I think it all worked out. Uh, I mean, a project is never, ever truly done to me. I just kind of have to reach this armistice with myself and this point of diminishing returns and say look there's nothing more you can get out of this stop if you do any more you're just gonna make it worse uh so yeah that was the first time my father and i had collaborated on anything uh and it was great i had fun um uh, i would love to work with people again in the future i mean i've, I've always wanted to work with people but it's just Around here in this part of the world, there's just not anybody that has the same kind of goals or aspirations or, or wants to do the same kind of music that I do. But um, it was fun. I had fun working with that, and I, I doubt it will happen again anytime soon. <laughs> but, hey, it happened here first. Um, so, yeah, that's basically it for this vid. Uh, it was pretty easy. Oh, well, I, I say easy. I mean, easier than the other vids I've done. But, uh, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, yeah. Um, a couple people, a couple people, and I mean literally a couple on the forums have asked where they could get the music to the vids I've done music for so far. Well, you can email me at bradley at bradleyrange.com, simple enough, and ask me directly, or you can go to my website, www.bradleyrange.com, which isn't actually up and running but uh but oh by the way all the music you've heard in this podcast is also by me i played all the instruments on it recorded mixed and mastered all that too and if you like any of it that's always available as well or if you don't well you know any complaints should be addressed to santa claus the north pole uh yeah okay i think that's it for the promo uh, I don't like doing promo because it, it, it makes me feel like a used car salesman. I don't know. I, I just don't like it. But anyways, yeah. BradleyRange.com. Me. Music for the lower vids. I'm all about it. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll get to talk some more about the music I do for, for lower in the future. 
because I'm very much just hitting the high points of the whole process and who I am and what I do. But yeah, uh, see you again very, very, very soon. Thanks for listening. Peace, love, and white people dancing. Hold on now, your exit's here. It's waiting just for you. Don't pause too long, it's fading now. It's ending up too soon, you'll see. Soon, you'll And that was what I'm going to call the Bradcast, or the Raincast, because we know another Brad. So Just on the topic of supplements and things. The forecast predicts rains. Are you planning to do grilling Graham? Oh, what? shit. I did say I would, didn't I? Yeah. I'm going to barrel through those. Yeah, I, yeah. that's fine. No, my, my <laughs> so some people posted a thread. I'll do this later just before Askler. Some people posted a thread asking questions just of me. and starting, someone, All starting with, hey, Graham. Yeah, someone, someone suggested that it should be called Grilling Graham, and so uh, uh, someone's at the door. Yeah, you go. So we're going to fill in the right. silence. I'm not talking about nothing. So the, uh, we did uh, the, 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 which one, oh, the House of the Dead, sorry. Yeah. So uh, House of the Dead was actually mostly well, that's I a mean, lot of batteries. Dang. Dibs? That's a bad way to Are they so working? <laughs> so, to, to fill you it's in, since you can't easy. see what we're seeing, Graham just walked back from the door and handed Paul a list of all the criminal charges against Morgan. Yeah. And it's like, well, and there were a lot, of a lot of batteries. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Tim actually okay. made a funnel. Hey, that was a nice idea. Yeah. Is that what that was? Bill, are you are you making a joke about the number of jokes and the quality of jokes that I make? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, you got served. Served, served. Nice. Walked right into that. All right. On the topic of crime related. So that'll probably need some. What do you call a condiment shaker holding a knife? Really? I, I'm uh, supposed to actually weapon. actually edit uh, the podcast. Is what you're saying. I know. All right. All right. Uh, House of the Dead. So yeah. So then. You got the first one. You get a four. So then, uh, how's the dead? Which I cannot recall the genesis of this idea, but we were throwing around ideas for the Halloween special. No, yeah. no, no, we, we were weren't. Just, we were throwing yeah. around ideas for a season opener. Yeah, right. we were looking right, at right, things, right. at styles uh, of of broadcast or film that we have not done yet. And right. someone had talked about doing an actual reality show because we the only time that we've actually tried a reality show was when we were actually kind of doing it for real, and that was with the sleep dev experiment. Right, which was, we all lost interest because we were actually doing it for real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's where we should have done it, like, had other people doing it. That's where Jeremy Michaels came from. Right. Was the sleep dub experience. Was that oh, right, really yeah. the first? Oh, yeah, it was because everyone's. Had a idea. <coughs> yeah, because everyone used. Was because everybody's be... names was their real first name and then their middle name. Right. Yeah. So we were really going to do a reality show. We filmed the first bit. I mean, like. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we were looking at doing that. And then we started tossing around ideas for how we could do, like, a stupid reality show. I don't remember who rec- who suggested. I think it was Matt. It was some, I think Matt might have suggested house like or uh, Big Brother with zombies outside the house. I know that one zombie in the house that no one recognizes as a zombie was me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, yeah. And we're like, hey, wait, that would be better for Halloween. And now we have to come up with something else for our season over That's there. right. Uh. But uh, yeah, I think it worked well as a Halloween special. Yeah, I think it worked really well. And so basically, we threw around a whole bunch of ideas that day. Uh, and then the idea was that I would then go away and write it. Uh, and I wrote... The bits I actually wrote was the the introduction with Jeremy Michaels and all the descriptions of the characters and the things that they say at the at the beginning. And then I also wrote the the end with the being voted, although that did get tweaked slightly. But I couldn't remember all the awesome stuff that we'd thought of while we were brainstorming it. And I was fairly certain that we'd be able to come up with good stuff again. And so the rest of the video we pretty much winged when we got there. We knew sort of we had a flow we wanted to follow, but we didn't actually have all of that scripted. Yeah, basically we everybody knew, was just there improving yeah, based we, on character. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah for the reality thing, it really worked. Like, yeah. we had like we had all the characters and everything in the costumes, and then we just sort of went with it. Um, the, the joke, uh, one of the big ones is that uh, that's... The place we were shooting is actually uh, an empty house. And so we were like, shit, we need furniture. Oh, wait, no. I know... <laughs> What we'll do is that the twist is this week they don't have furniture, <laughs> which no one, no one in the uh, in the threads. Uh, yeah, no, Tim, that was uh, that was uh, Tim's suggestion, but yeah, nobody, nobody called us. On yeah, no one in the threads was like, "Oh, you." One person did. did, yeah, that, did. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't notice anybody being like, "You guys just did that because you didn't have furniture." Yeah, no. Somebody, somebody was like, "Well, I like the fact that you used that just to cover for the fact that there was no furniture." Yeah. Uh, um. Well, yes, that's that's true. So, uh, yeah. So, fair play to you, then. Yeah. So, basically, we, we started at the moon base. Everyone got their costumes and everything together, and then we went up there and uh, and went to town. It was a lot of fun. Kathleen, you want to, you want to talk a bit about... Uh, you and James want to talk about the, the, the zombie makeup? Oh, the zombie makeup? I have... Uh, I have the most versatile purple eyeshadow in the world, actually, because <laughs> yeah. that, was the, that was the stuff I was using on my lips for 30 minutes or less. What I did is I just covered James in, like, white makeup, and then I realized to, like make him look more like sunken eyed and like hollow cheeked and stuff i just like outlined his face with the purple and then uh we added fake blood and all the the gashes and stuff were just really cheap ass uh temp tattoos yeah but they looked really good on yeah film. they they worked out surprisingly yeah. Yeah. well you make a fucking great zombie yeah, man. yeah. I, I was mean, surprised at how well that worked out even when you were just uh just had them on like to the eye, yeah. They looked like a pretty, uh, like a pretty, um, you know, like pretty impressive just for temporary tattoos. It's a good idea for little, you know, wounds and stuff like that. And so then um, we even went so far as to do wigs. And I know that me, Tally, and Matt had so much wig wrangling that we did <laughs> because we can't really afford to buy like really really nice wigs. And so you get them, and they're very like mushed up when they come out of the bag, and so you have to like comb them. And try to style them to make them look realistic. And Matt's wig was not behaving. Matt's oh, wig no. was not cooperating. Yours looked really good. Tally's looked great. Uh, Morgan's was sewn into his hat. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. That's actually part of the part of the hat. I think someone said that if uh, uh, someone said if that's your actual hair, they're that they'd punch you in the dick or something. I think, <laughs> I think, I think it was Lavos. So. Well, it, it speaks to uh, how natural it looked. Exactly. Yeah. He wasn't sure. Yeah. I think I, I realized later while I was editing, there's a bit at the end, um, during the uh, uh, the the shots of you all looking concerned and like the final before the final vote is revealed, where because you're acting nervous, you actually like sort of like slide your hat back a little bit and scratch your head and then readjust it. And I was yeah. like, I should probably not use that. <laughs> your hair moves back with it. 
Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I actually, like, it took me so long to get that long red wig, like, sorted and, like, styled that once I got it on my head, I realized that we still had to, like, leave the moon base and go up to the house. And I was like, oh, I'm not fine taking this thing off. I was just going to Yeah, so we went, we, went, we went into a coffee shop and they totally bought it. They totally didn't. Because you don't think that someone's going to go out wearing a wig, so they didn't realize you were Especially wearing one. Especially not a gigantic red wig. Yeah. They probably thought you had, like, a really bad guy job or something. Yeah. <laughs> so the, uh... Looks better on film, though. The downside, however, to not actually writing is you don't know before you start how long it's going to be when you're done. So the actual rough cut of this video was, uh, ten minutes. And even now it's still seven. Should we show that at the screening? Could do. I was thinking of putting the other bits up. I mean, most of the most of the trimming was just like little bits here and there. Um, there's uh, a there's a big long bit from uh, from Tally and the fallout from it that's really quite funny. And there's some further bits of uh, of Matt at the uh, in the confessional. Quite a lot of my stuff got cut out, but uh, it really didn't. Well, you you say that, but really only half of one of your lines actually got cut. Really? Yeah. I could have sworn there was another entire line that got cut. Uh, oh, there's you saying that it was that like dropping dropping uh, Morgan during the trust fall was your bad. That's basically all that got got taken out. There's you the, flicking well, the lighter extensively. There was the there was also the everybody calmed down in the uh, the fallout between. That wasn't in there. No, that wasn't in there. No, it went right from uh, went right from me to asking Oh right, yeah. Yeah, right. I, which it, not, it which doesn't matter. All of my work. lines yeah. were delivered really slowly. Yeah, which is which it made sense because that was the character, but it just it, it just dragged the video, down. especially in that scene because it was so high energy. Yeah, which yeah, is a no, shame. That's that's fine. But uh, this, this yeah. is why I suggested coke bender. I'm telling you, <laughs> what, he, what, he should have been a tweaker instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like imagine sure. you, ever, you ever thought about chairs, man? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> chairs. I mean, you sit on them, but yeah. It's a way better drug for film. But yeah, I was thinking. Uh, I, was, I was thinking of, of showing those bits in like a in like a runners uh, runners exclusive. But yeah, we could we, yeah we could show sort of extra bonus bits there. Originally, we were also going to have like an opening title uh, bit, which when when, Jared's when uh, Jeremy Michaels is describing the characters and it shows clips of them. Those clips were originally supposed to be for the opening titles, which ends with this big group shot with everyone that was there that day, which was a lot of people. And then there were going to be X's over all the people who had died so far. But, uh, yeah, but didn't have time to do that. By the way, the logistics of how this game works is everyone votes on who they think is the zombie. And if they pick correctly and the actual zombie gets evicted, then all the remaining contestants remaining alive or having not been voted out split the prize money. Which, which, means, which would totally work. Which means that in the conversation between Morgan and Paul's characters... Paul says, I don't think that's how it actually works. Actually, that is how it actually works. Yes. I think, I think there's also an implication so. <laughs> that in the, in the course of the, of the show, nobody has ever actually been voted off. Everybody that's left is because they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Except for so, Brian at yeah. the end. So Brian, Morgan's character, yeah. is the only one who lives. Yeah, yeah. He's actually lucky. Yeah. My favorite thing about the video is during the voting, the very first vote, the first vote is for Brian, and it says brain with brain. a little bit of blood yeah. spread. Yeah. Some people saw because we, we came across that pretty much by accident. We were like, yeah, okay, well, how are we going to do these votes? His character's name was Brian. Totally. It's like, hey, that's a good name. Does, does my character <coughs> get the prize money? 
Steven no. got voted, voted off. off. He's no. the only remaining person. That's true. I don't know. I think he got voted off. off. Yeah. Ah. Also, Jeremy Michaels is dead, so there's nobody to actually keep the <laughs> But, it, I mean, it, Jeremy Michaels is just the... You don't uh, see Jeremy right? Michaels actually die, to be fair. Also, Jeremy Michaels is eternal. Jeremy Michaels maybe, lives on in our hearts. Maybe yes. zombie He's already died the once. Money. He's a rich-ass yeah, zombie. True. Yeah. Uh, one of the th- one of the cool things from a production standpoint. Wouldn't Steve get the money? Wouldn't the zombie get the money? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's what he I would have been the last. Yeah, standing. that makes more sense. Yeah. Someone someone sent me this this shot from the end of the video as well, which is this <laughs> when when James is going for your ear. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a weird weird image. He looks as thrilling as thrilling the, uh, radio yeah, is this from the uh, from from a production standpoint to make it look more like reality uh, TV show. Something was cool a uh, cool thing we did that I don't think we've done. I think we've only done multiple angles like once before, maybe though I can't remember when. The only time I remember us doing multiple angles was Base Enter Takeover. Base, I was about to say Base, base Enter Takeover. Yeah, yeah. You only need yeah. it for reality. Stuff. Yeah, but for this one we didn't. We didn't. Or for that one we didn't need to do sound sync. So for this we had Tim's camera uh, up, usually up on the second floor, uh, up on sort of the mezzanine, and my camera down doing like the roving back and forth, and I, it really made those scenes look sort of it gave them that extra little bit of reality show cred to have the sort of roving camera from up above i think that really helped yeah yeah uh which yeah which also meant that i could, I could apparently cut bits out of those scenes that um, that was the longest solid solid chunk in the video but i did quite like you know you don't know me i mean i know you i just met you 10 days ago because reality shows like that are shot over like a 14 day period and then put up over 10 weeks so just, just so you know. Well, certain some, you know, Big Brother isn't. Well, no, ones, ones that don't involve audience voting. Yeah. Ones like uh, Survivor are all shot in like a fourteen yeah, day span. Day thing, yeah. That's it. Really? Yeah. It's cheaper. Well, it's, it would be so expensive to to have that production going on for like, that long for months. It also suck be... to live out in the bush for that. Long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. people are fucking pussies, and they're like, it's so angry. It's like fuck. Yeah, it's been a week. I have less. I have less respect for contestants on Survivor than I've ever. I thought had before. Survivor. Survivor can't can't be like fourteen. It might be a little longer. Yeah, I think it's a long. month. I think I, I believe it is thirty days. Month, yeah, but it's really? not well, thirty days. Okay. It's definitely well, not still, the whatever. amount of time that it takes oh, no, to air the like, show. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, the, specifically the Joe Schmo show. One, yeah, ones like that. That's a fantastic that, show. That yeah, that one show. and all, all the ones where it's like we we took a bunch of people and put them in a house. Like yeah. the the um the what what was the celebrity, um, uh, the one where they there take like D list celebrity. The one that had like Ron mm-hmm. Jeremy and Vern Troyer on it. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Uh, surreal life. The surreal yeah, life. Surreal. Yeah. Or I'm a celebrity. Oh, yeah, one's yeah, ones like that. Okay. Those are like those are shot think. in like a very small amount yeah. of time, and then they put every day up as a new week's episode. There, there was one that had two of the Baldwin brothers on it. What? Wow. Wow. And two when, of, when one of them got voted the off, it was really awkward. Two of the lesser Baldwins. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to think right. that in some circles we are probably more famous than a lesser Baldwin. <laughs> 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 and you just pick one at random. Well, I can't name any of them. Can you just Except call Alec, Alec Baldwin? I can like, name hey. Alec and Stephen Baldwin. And Adam Baldwin, who isn't actually a Baldwin brother and is awesome. Yeah, of course, Alec Baldwin is also awesome, but yeah. still. All right, uh, it's funny that like one of the people tied for most awesome Baldwin is not actually one of, think, one of the Baldwins. Do you think it's like the Baldwins follow this law of diminishing returns? Like like Alec Baldwin, the first Baldwin, was by far the best. And then like <laughs> the next Baldwin is like only half as good as it's the a lot, Baldwin. It's a lot like the Wayans, actually. Yeah. You've got yeah. Keenan Ivory Wayans, probably the best. Damon Wayans, the second. And then you've got... Marlon and the other guy, 
Who's was, the other guy? He doesn't even get a name. I can't remember. And then there's then the other one. There's, there's the guy who was the DJ on, uh, on... Right, yeah, low end of the totem pole is the guy who was the DJ on, on In Living on. Color, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Wayne's without it. By the way, We're speaking of Alec Baldwin... Yes? I saw Beetlejuice on TV the other day. You so do, good. You do not realize... How fat Alec Baldwin oh, yeah, has gotten man. until you see... And you're he's like, gotten oh, super shit. huge. No, yeah. He was in Beetlejuice. Yeah, he's yeah. all like... That's him. That's yeah, him. that's him. That's he's him. the husband. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You just blew my mind. Totally forgot yeah. that. Yeah. Someone... I phoned up a picture of that so I can see it. We'll do it after. Beetlejuice right. is so, like on TV all the time. Um, you guys apparently went into like major-ass Askler last week. No. Uh, no, no. Sorry. What, what, what we're playing now. We... We did a fair bit. I, I think we also went off the rails a little bit uh, during during what we're playing now, talking about uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare yep. 2. Yeah, we, well, we talked about the, the dedicated server dedicated stuff. Dedicated server stuff for yeah. a while. Right. Um, so, Why don't we just do but like in a fairness, I'm actually playing, playing quite a lot new stuff. So. Yeah, that's true. Let's abbreviate okay. it. But well, let's, no, it. let's do what, we're no, what we'd normally do. Okay. Well, uh, when I was in America... I got a copy of Borderlands because it was completely sold out in Canada, and I picked up a copy for James as well. Hooray! Hooray! And we have yet to play online, but we have to because I played online with two people now, and it's so much it's fun. So much fun. Um, I want to get a four-player team actually going. Yeah, but well, um, it's it, yeah, that game is a lot of fun. I I even find it a lot of fun by myself. The reviews I've read have said that it can seem sort of lonely if you're playing by yourself. I disagree. I have a, I have a lot of fun doing it. It's uh, a lot of comparisons thrown around with Fallout fair uh you know post-apocalyptic future first person you know a lot of the same sort of humor i'd say this is a funnier so game. i really like shooters yeah and i didn't like fallout okay so well, fallout, well, fallout because Jared, because i don't consider fallout. there's no bad opinions only bad people <laughs> <laughs> because i don't consider shooter, really. i don't consider fallout no, no okay no no this is what i'm saying yeah i didn't like fallout very much but i really like shooters you, would I like Borderlands? Yes. I, I definitely, I yes. you would like Borderlands. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's, a, there's a ton of fun quests. Like, it's, like, the, like, you know, fighting enemies. It, it, it's it's very much like Diablo, really. Um, it, I would say it's a good combination of the two, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, like, the enemies you fight, like, it, it very much is like Diablo in terms of, like, the first kind of enemies that you meet are uh, skags. They're just normal, sort of weird, alien, dog-like creatures. And, you, like, there's pop skags, skag whelps, Adult skags, alpha skags, they get, you know, they Badass get, gags. yeah, they get bigger and more, you know, Skaggy. more, more angry. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the badass thing, which whenever you fight an enemy that is a badass version of something, they have glowing eyes and they're huge. I thought you were kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> they're a badass gag. No, it's that's true. The, that's, that's but the then, version, but yeah. then also much, much like Diablo, you'll fight ones that have a name Can and have special a, powers hey. and drop cool stuff. Yeah, named mom. Can you fight a badass baby skag? No. Or no. is it always like going to be the no, biggest version of the thing? Have you fought <laughs> the biggest, biggest skag? Uh, Skagzilla. Yeah. You have. Yeah, he's a. They showed a Skagzilla in at the um, at the PAX panel. PAX panel. They showed they showed fighting Skagzilla. Yeah, if oh. you if you buy Borderlands just because their PAX panel was so nice, they bought everybody pizza. Yeah, spent I, like twenty five hundred bucks on pizza. But uh, yeah, it, it's you know, investment so, if everybody. So buys it's it's that sort of iterative thing with the enemies. But um, you know, like the quests are a lot of fun. A lot of the game is about finding rad guns because it's really really cool. Yeah, like I have I have a. Uh, a revolver that uh, causes corrosion, which is great for fighting spider ants because they have armor on their front half, and the corrosive goes right through them, which is really cool. So yeah, it's you can get weapons that do <coughs> incendiary, explosive, corrosive, or shock damage, 
Uh, but then you can also get weird shit, like a shotgun that fires rockets, but uses shotgun ammo to do it. Or, um... Uh, yeah, or, like, uh, I have a... Um, I have a shotgun that has an accuracy of zero. So you have to be right beside the people to make it work. But it has, like, a plus 10,000 to burst fire. So no matter how big you make your, your magazine through upgrades and stuff, you push the trigger once and it fires all of them. <laughs> now, it only comes with two, and when you reload it, the reload animation just has two things. But I've upgraded my magazine size. I have, like, a plus 50% to magazine size, so it carries three. So I push the trigger once and it just goes bang, bang, bang. And it does so much damage, but you have to be really close to the guy because it has an accuracy of zero. Yeah. And so it's just all the different, different ways that they uh, mix the guns up is really, really fun. And uh, the different classes are cool. The skill trees are neat. Um, I've been enjoying that. And uh, just the graphic style is a lot of fun. It, it's, just, it's a really fun game. It is a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. What system did you get it for? I got it for 360. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I enough. So a lot of fun. I, pl I, played, <laughs> I actually played a lot with uh, Johnny Lunchbox the other day uh, online. Because uh, I ha haven't seen him in years. Uh, and uh, he's a couple levels higher than me, so he, so he was like, oh, here's a cool gun, here, and just gave me this, like, rad orange gun that's uh, sweet. It uses the sort of World of Warcraft system of, you got... You, you got white. You got white, you got green, green, blue, purple, orange, and then, like, dark orange, and then apparently pearlescent, which some people think are glitched orange. I'm not entirely sure. Oh, no, there's, there's, there's yellow in there as well. Oh, really? But the there's higher ones are really hard to find. So, and the more people you play with the harder the enemies get and the more guns drop or the more rare guns drop. Yeah. So, ah. so it, it's, you have an advantage to playing with more people. That sounds like fun. It, it, it's a lot of fun. So, uh, anybody else? Me. Kathleen. I found a really good free crib app for the iPhone. It's Ooh, completely free. Cribbage. You can set the difficulties. Mm -hmm. I've gotten, I've been playing a lot because I really like crib. I've got it set to hard. And so now I'm really, really good at crib, and I just wipe the floor with Adam, and then I wipe the floor with my dad. I was like, ah, I'm skunking you both. <laughs> and I realize there's a l element of luck involved in crib, but there's no, also a lot of skill. Crib has a lot more strategy than a lot of games. So though. I was like, ah. So I'm like, I'm like a fucking dominator. Um, I also finally had a free evening, and I sat down and I beat the super hard alternate boss end game villain of Persona Four. I've been putting off because I need to grind up to level 93 to fuse, oh. uh, the, to fuse the Satan persona, which is just so buff. And is Satan. Satan. And he is meant for that fight because he absorbs electric. Ooh. And the final boss uses a lot of electric-based attacks. So you're just like, yeah, fuck you. Now I'm fully healed. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> right? Well, maybe you better beat that. She's a real awful person, though. And... So I'm going through, and there is absolutely zero finesse to this fight, because basically it is like she will almost kill you every single round. So basically you just have your best characters doing all their strongest attacks, using all your strongest items and, like, healing yourself, you know. And it's basically doing the same things over and over again to whittle down her health, which is obscene, you know. And then, but then she does this, this three series of attacks with no breaks in between. One, she does something that increases your susceptibility to a status effect. Two, she will use a thing that will give you random status effects. Three, she will use an attack that will kill everyone with a status effect. No. Wow, that is evil. My is main character like died. This is one of the last attack patterns she does, and I had to do the whole freaking battle over again. Which is why when Brad Kirkland says he beat that game and never died in one boss fight once, I know you are a freaking liar. <laughs> you're my friend, but you're lying. <laughs> it's like... 
Either that or you have a horseshoe jammed so far up your ass <laughs> it's coming out your nose. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's stuff like that you can't account for. And I did not have the item that makes you invincible to most status effects because I did not look it up ahead of time. So I would not did not know she yeah, used that. And I was in fact using the item that gave me half MP cost on account of I was using Megadolin every turn. <laughs> which is 60 MP otherwise. Bitch. Complain. Free cribbage. It's good. Okay. So, I, cribbage is positive. I yeah. uh, I made a note uh, of the time on that, but I'm also going to make a note to all of you that if you abuse the beep, then the beep will abuse you. <laughs> Does that mean that the beep won't appear when you expect it to? <laughs> or it might appear when you don't expect it to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, um, I played a little bit more of uh, GTA 4. I'm going through it. I think, I'm actually starting to think that what, what they've done is with the the way that the handling is so loose and stuff, it actually encourages you to drive normally. Yeah. Drive like a regular, you know, yeah. a regular person. Mm -hmm. And I think if this trend continues on, it's possible that GTA was actually funded by, like, the, DM <laughs> the DMV, and it's actually slowly tra tra training people to drive normally. <laughs> and it's like, look, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. um, so I got kind of annoyed with that, and I bought Explosion Man. Nice. Uh, the which, next GTA will have turn signals. And yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, if you go to the wrong side of the road, the cops will turn, will run you off the road or something. But uh, I got Explosion Man, and it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. It's um, it's a little bit uh, rep, uh, like it's a little bit repetitive, but so far it hasn't. Uh, it's managed to switch things up. Um, and it for me anyway, it seems to, it seems to have gone right into that area of. Like there's some there's some really hard frustrating stuff, but not so frustrating that I stop. I've like heard there are ridiculous boss battles in it specifically. The, the I've only done two bosses so far, but they've both been pretty awesome. Um, but the just the um, there's like there's sometimes there's like chains of things they have to do that are all timed and they're really hard. But it's it's right in that right area where it's hard, but you do eventually get it, and you're like, yes, I'm awesome because I pushed the button at the right times over and over again because there's really only one button to push. So what we're saying is Explosion Man is awesome and we might possibly have some uh, goodies to give away for Desert Bus and uh, so uh, you should get really excited about it. Do we have some Explosion Man related we, goodies? We have yes. Explosion Man related yeah, goodies. Yeah, Twisted oh. Pixel is on board for Desert Bus. Here am I buying the game like a mini. Stolen it. They're not for us. Stolen yeah. it from Desert Bus. But no, uh, yeah. You so. steal from the children, Paul? Paul would steal from they the children. They wouldn't want to play would. Explosion Man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, a lot, a, of those, a lot of those Geometry Wars codes that we gave away during Desert Bus last year, I kind of wish we'd written them down so we could figure out which ones no one ever redeemed. Yeah. Explosion Did Man. some people not redeem them? Uh, usually happens. Sure, yeah. Explosion Man had the thing with, like, uh, uh, whenever anybody dies, they turn into meat. Oh, right. They turn into, like, prepared meat. Oh, like sausages and pork chops. Oh, like chops. Castlevania, where you you know you're yeah. you're fighting skeletons no, and werewolves like, and things and like that. And they drop like a roast dinner on a plate. And you well, yeah. or you smash into a wall and preserved in the stone, presumably, is a pot roast. Thing. Yeah, but <laughs> this guy, they like they like spew meat. It's like I think it's like making fun of Gibbs that mm. like from Quake or something. But it's it's yeah, they're like like sausages and pork chops and steaks and mm, can nice. you eat them? No, it's just it's weird. Just a visual <laughs> effect. Yeah, it's just very very weird. I just think it's <laughs> well, considering you are considering you're playing yeah. a game where you explode and kill everybody, like it's weird because it's like kind of cartoony and stuff. You're like, wait a minute, these are like these scientists are like running in fear and like, please don't hurt me, and then you have to blow them up. Yeah. So it's really kind of has mixed messages. <laughs> it it really depends on whether or not they say Altor has been very good to me. Mm, yes. <laughs> That's it. 
obscure reference. All right. Uh, Morgan, are you playing anything new? I am, actually. I've been uh, playing on the Discovery Channel website all their Flash games, of which they have a number of very good ones, including uh, one called Helium 3. What what do you do? Sorry, at uh, GameX, I discovered that they are making, they have a full 3D version of Trials. Like that, you know, the, the, what what was the game you, what was it called? Plasmania? Plastimate the yes the bicycle game where you're hopping around with the bicycles over the bicycle and like trials HC yeah and it's it's in 3D it looks insane wow that's cool yeah Uh, you would enjoy that right on I've also been playing a cockroach smashing game at which I own I assume that's based on dirty jobs or no no the exterminators it would be yeah no no, exterminators is an an AD show going around his house smashing cockroaches yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm just calling it a game (laughs) if I'm calling this a game so I don't Freak out. Dog, cockroach, dog. I don't actually have cockroaches. Uh, Bill? Uh, I'm basically still playing Han. Morgan comes over to my computer and plays Dota occasionally. I played some Soul Calibur 4. You have a computer. You have, an, you, you have a great computer. He just doesn't <laughs> have it all box. set up. He just comes over to Get a house. Yeah. Get a if I had a place to put it. I like how you're like, if you I just, only had a place to put it. You could just bring it over to my room. In fact, it's a Mac. You would need like six inches square to put it. And you just place has for the mouse and the keyboard <laughs> and a place to sit. My God, you are underestimating my gaming area oh, needs. Yeah, but we were playing Soul Calibur Four. Remember, you were playing Yoda and I was whooping you, whoever with whoever. I was slaying you. You beat me one time. I no, beat no. you for like an uh, hour straight. This is lies. You always make up lies. James, you beat me James. a couple of James, games with some cheap moves. No. And like, we're, we're done with the eights arguing. Yeah. All right, oh, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> right, um, I am also playing Borderlands. Uh, I am unfortunately not as far as Graham because my first character was corrupted, which is a known issue. No. They fixed it. Sucked. Yeah, not before my guy got corrupted, <laughs> though. So I had to start again, but I reiterate everything it's, Graham said. It's awesome. Everybody. Like, what happened is your character got corrupted, and they're like, oh, shit, this is a real problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, if God. James is in yeah, trouble, James yeah, we better fix this right away. Exactly. What, what, what level are you right now? Uh, 15 or 16. Okay. What what uh, class are you? If I come into your Soldier. game, Soldier? like if I come into your game, you still get, like it still drops oh, yeah. better stuff and you still get full experience for the enemies. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. And I, I, can, I, I, can, and I can help out. I'm basically marathoning tomorrow, Borderlands. Nice. So hopefully you'll get some free time tomorrow night Sweet. and you can play. Um, I'm also playing, although I haven't really played much of it, and I know Tim got it too, um, <laughs> Torchlight. Which oh, yeah. um, is is very much a Diablo clone. They're basically like, hmm, Diablo three isn't going to be out for another like year and a half, but people want to play Diablo, yeah. so we're going to make Torchlight, and it's really fucking good. Like I really enjoyed it. I'm only level ten. I've only played for maybe like an hour or two, but I saw someone. One thing that I wish that they out, would it's... copy from Diablo is make it for the Mac as well. <laughs> I saw it's, it's happening. I saw someone. They contracted out a port, and it they don't. There's no timeline, but. But there's you a contract to work on. You can't just yeah, yeah. put I, Windows on your... I saw you somebody... Would, uh, I should reinstall XP. You should. I saw somebody on Twitter saying that, uh, you know, uh, somebody should do a charity gaming marathon of Torchlight. And I responded to them saying, why would you want to play... Well, why do you want to do a charity gaming marathon of a game that's fun? Yeah. <laughs> I don't see the benefit. The I, the I was reading an article about Torchlight, and the thing that really got me excited is apparently each... Uh, each class has a pet that hangs out with yeah. you, yeah. and you can send the pet back to the back to the village or back to the town to sell your stuff. To sell your stuff. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. awesome. It's like, that's the one. That's the one annoying thing about Borderlands is because you upgrade your inven- how much inventory you can carry over time. 
is you do spend a lot of time in front of the vending machines going, all right, this gun is a little better than that gun in this way, it's not as good as that way, so I'll sell this gun, then you go sell it, then you go back in your inventory. Right, now, this gun is yeah. better than this one, Ooh, but this one does electrical. I don't really use electrical that much. Okay, I'll sell that one. That's Diablo. So, yeah, Welcome I know. Welcome to Diablo. Yeah, I know. Welcome to WoW. I know. It's basically comparing your equipment and selling what you don't need. Yeah. yeah. I do like that they have the comparing. Yes. Like, I quite like their comparing interface, though. So that's Yeah, good. it's very good. One approach that I really liked to the whole, like, you know, having to sell items all the time and stuff that I, that I really liked um, <coughs> is what Hellgate London did, which... They, uh, that game actually did something right? It, it did a, that game did, did a, a lot of things, things right. right. I know it just it, it never also sold. did a ton of things horribly well, they just wrong. Had, no, they just had a terrible uh, online model. If, they, if it hadn't been paid for like online, well, wasn't that made yeah. by the Borderlands game? No. No. no, no, no. It was done by a bunch of former Diablo guys who went out of business afterwards. Who so, many of them, they were also working on Mythos, yeah, which also which, went under at the same time, and then most of them moved on, and they were the ones who made Torchlight. Torchlight. Yeah. yeah, oh, Torchlight. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. crazy. But uh, what Hellgate London did is you could salvage your items. So they have basic crafting materials, and you can take any item, um, salvage it, and it'll turn into basic crafting materials. Oh, cool. The better the item is, the better crafting materials you get. Uh, so, so you, so it's like you don't want to bother, edition. If you don't so, want to bother going back to the, yeah. uh, to the town, yeah, you, you can just salvage. keep it all in your inventory. And I mean, that's one thing that, like, when playing Diablo two, you you'd run around and you'd pick up maybe twenty percent of the stuff that dropped because most mm -hmm. of it's like it, it, the gold isn't worth carrying this around. Nice. But in, in Hellgate Landed, you could pick up everything you ever saw and salvage it all because it's all worth something. Something I like about the um, uh, guns and stuff in, in Borderlands because they talk about how there's like millions of guns because of the way that they've set up sort of like the procedural generation of how it all get, of how it all works is that it's not just you have the one shotgun model that gets tweaked. That like shotguns are sort of a base gun but there's many different shotgun models that then get additional things changed to it depending on what other stuff it has. And uh, it's it's cool that it, that despite, you know, being only sort of being being only sort of iterative changes that it's not just a lot of palette swapping. Yeah. Are are any of the guns really crappy? Oh yeah, yeah. No, you find crappy ones. Yeah. But you know It's still a gun cool with any game. <laughs> yeah. But um easily the best thing about Torchlight is its price. For twenty bucks you cannot go oh, wrong. Is, it, is it only on Steam? It's not on Steam. It's, oh, it's you not? download it from their website. No, you can't oh. get it on Steam. You can't. I got it on Steam. I should have done that. That's oh. cheap. Yeah. Go. Yeah. If you have, I downloaded the EXE. So go get it because it's is it a, really uh, yeah? Is it? Is it got like a good story and stuff too? <coughs> yeah. It's, it's from what I've read so far. So far. It's, I mean, it's yeah. pretty generic. I mean, it's a dungeon. Have you played Diablo? It's an item game. Yeah. yeah. It's it's an item. Diablo's story isn't bad. It's a hack and slash game. Okay, I mean, true. If you're looking for a Diablo type game, get it. One thing I've really noticed about Torchlight so far is like. In, in in other games like that, it takes a while before you start getting items with cool stats and variety and stuff on them. Torchlight, in the first three minutes, you're going to start finding items yeah. with like, all these crazy yeah. stats. So they, they really bumped up the, yeah. the progress scale just because they know... That's what people want. That's what yeah. people buy those games for. Loot. People want, yeah, they <laughs> people want, want the, ridiculous what? items by the end. The shiny new thing that is plus one strength more than the shiny yeah. new thing they just got. Yeah. And they want it all the time. All right, Matt. I mean, uh, I, yesterday, I had a sick day from work. And after sleeping till three, I set my sights on beating Uncharted and beating Mass Effect subsequently, and I accomplished both. Uh, Uncharted is awesome. Um, I would say Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 1 are pretty much tied for collectively the best game on the PS3. 
Um, I had a couple of crashing issues with Uncharted 2 that uh, colored my opinion of the game a little bit. But uh, I would say the high point moments of Uncharted 2 are way, way better than any point in Uncharted 1. Um, but I think I actually, on the whole, liked Uncharted 1 better. Um, I found I found the, uh, the introduction of the creepy sort of mythical bad guys in Uncharted 1 to be scarier than the bad guys in this one. And also, I liked the locales of the first one a little more. Uh, that said, the train mission... No, so, so good. good. And uh, the ending of Uncharted 2 is just heads and tails above the first. The uh, the discussion at the end, at the as, as the, the, the camera's yeah. fading out, so good. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that was rad, and uh, I enjoyed every moment of it, and I probably won't go back and play it again just because of my nature, but I... You could, should try it multiplayer. I but. should, yeah, I should try the multiplayer. Um, then I went back and finished off my game file with Mass Effect, and, uh... To get it out of your way? To get it out of my way, just because I had played so far into it, I just wanted to end it. You were so sick of that game. And, the uh, end. yeah. Uh, really? I, it I was, love It was one of Mass those games that, that I wanted to like, but it did everything it possibly could to prevent me from doing so. I think you were just doing it wrong. It had... <laughs> That is the most likely scenario. It had a completely broken checkpointing system, so I'd like I'd make like an hour and a half of progress and die, and it would send me back to like where I started for the day. So unless I was manually saving at regular intervals, can say you know that you can would, save, right? Uh, yes, yeah. but if I didn't do that, I'd expect there to be a checkpoint after a like there'd be a cutscene, and I'd be like, okay, there will be a checkpoint there, and then I'd die, and it would send me back to like an hour before that cutscene, and I'd lose a huge amount of, of But after progress. the first time, didn't you learn, maybe I should I save did, and, and I frequently yeah. did save, and then sometimes it would throw me a dangerous thing that I wasn't expecting, yeah. and I'd lose everything back to my previous save, because there were no checkpoints. It was just retarded. Um, the inventory system is about the most cumbersome, yeah. unwieldy inventory system I've ever seen in an RPG. It makes you not want to sell anything, because it's ludicrously time involved to make sure that you're not selling things that are still functional and usable in your inventory but it also only lets you have 150 items so if you're not selling things or converting them to Omnigel you've run out of space and then can't pick up new so, things uh, Omnigel? Omnigel is like is basically like if you have an item and you don't want to sell it you can deconstruct it into Omnigel which is like what it, what you use for repairs and health and oh. it's, it's just like, like, like that's actually a cool idea yeah but it so I, I ended up with an Omni. But Matt, Matt is can. right that the the inventory system in Mass Effect is really unwieldy. Like you can mm -hmm. only hold X number of items, and it'll give you a warning. Like it'll be like you only have you know ten item spots left to hold items. Right. But once you hit that, you cannot pick anything up. But it won't tell you why. And well, it, I mean, it'll you know tell what that you, it'll tell you. But then it's it just takes a long time to load and get into. So whenever and yeah. it takes a long time to refresh after like and by a long time I mean like half a second to refresh after you sell something or whatnot. So it can just take forever. Oh yeah. To actually navigate through if, it. If you've got but, a full complement of 150 items, you can pretty much expect that you're going to be sitting there for a half. Like and if you want to actually clear out your inventory, it's like a half an hour, 40 minutes of just inventory management. It's not that bad. Hey, Matt is exaggerating horribly, but to say that... Actually, say it that probably took Matt that long. It, no, it, 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 it does, because if you want to actually make sure that you're not selling anything, you're comparing it to what you're, what you're wearing. But Mass Effect has so much to offer. Like, it is so much, so much good in it, and to say, like, 
okay, the inventory system was crappy and I had to wait in an elevator for too long and I'm too stupid to save and that wrecked the game for me. Well, no, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I wanted to like it, but like every Bioware RPG that I've played to date, it's really slow play, paced and plotting. It has a strong plot and it's got, in this case, it had really compelling gameplay, which is what kept me coming back. The combat was actually a lot of fun. But compelling. If you yeah, if you if you built your character wrong or made a choice that eliminated one of the characters from your party with that you weren't expecting, that you had built your party around, or there are all these different things that you can do that that irrevocably if make you, the game like catastrophically lost... harder over the course of the game, that there's no recourse for other than re like re rolling from the beginning. And it's, like it's I, not that bad. Did you, did you have to or do just that? go level no, up? No, I, I didn't because what I what I ended up doing is having to claw my way back from the the edge because I had this one guy who I was using in my party who was who I had used for the entire duration of the game, uh, doing biotics and uh, like electronics and and uh, decryption and so on, and You're he awesome. he died. Partly you shouldn't have sent him out to die! I didn't think he was going to die. I thought the game was going to give me the option to go back and rescue him. And, uh, and it's so... like real life. <laughs> like, from, from the... In space. From the... The, pro the story progression made it... Make more sense to go save one person than the other. Just from a you, narrative you perspective. You had a choice, You Matt. have a choice, but narratively, it makes more sense to take one over, the one in particular, over the other. The whole... And so I did the one that made narrative sense, and it cost me a valuable member of my party. That's, and that, that's the whole... That's Mass Effect's whole shtick. I know, I, I know. I just didn't like the fact that it then made it really difficult to replace that person because... Because... Everybody else hasn't got... Even... Hasn't got the... Like, either doesn't have the same specialties or don't have enough talent points to make them as functional in the party. <coughs> it was just, like, it It took the one character... It, they did this thing where they was like, okay, it makes sense to go save this person, but they'll give me the opportunity to go back and at least attempt to save this person, and they didn't. I, I, and I, I, I felt I, no such indecision. I was like, they're going to give me the option to save one, and the other person is going to die. Which that, one did you save, Jer? Uh, I saved the chick, because she's hot. And <laughs> she's also a racist. She's she's also a bitch. But yeah. But I like there there were a lot of things Mass Effect did that I liked. So was your party entirely hot chicks when you were done? You know what? I figured out that you can <laughs> actually go through Mass Effect and have only women in your party by the end of the game if you do it right. Haha. <laughs> uh, that, that is doing it right. I was like, we don't mean to I could have had only women in my party. But in we did game. notice that you seem to <laughs> Yeah, because there there are opportunities to not get people in your party. Like you can have you can go through the entire game without getting certain people in your party, and then you can you can strategically kill off the men. <laughs> so the men that you do get in your party. Nice. Strategically so, kill off, or right. in in my case, inadvertently kill off because you make the wrong choice in the discussion. Well, moving but, along, does anyone have anything else to yeah. contribute? Pick someone else. Uh, yeah. So uh, last week I had just got Dead Space, and I got like four missions into it, and I was like, oh, it's really easy. It's not It's not as easy as I thought it was. So, but <laughs> so it's I'm... like the missions at the beginning were easier than the missions <laughs> It's amazing! <laughs> no, it actually has a difficulty curve, which is which is commendable. I've since actually gone through it twice. I beat it the first time, and then I beat it again. It's a pretty short game. I, the reason I didn't like Fallout so much, actually, is I can beat Dead Space in the time that it took me to finish one quest in Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but that's I, what people <laughs> like about Fallout. Though. Yeah, I, like I, the first time that I Jared, went through it. Yeah, let me just say. Okay, <laughs> playing Fallout you, is like a, a calling. It's now, not an Morgan, actual game. Let's, let's, let's say for you to understand, I liked Oblivion a lot. Let's say you had two <laughs> orgasms and one of them lasted like ten days. <laughs> that would be a reason to like that more. <laughs> <laughs> or in your case, like three months. <laughs> exactly. I I've been over this before though. Like Fallout, the the. Uh, my issue is that the carrot is always so far away, or it always seems like it's so far away. The carrot on the stick. Yeah, no, I, it, I, know, I know what you mean by yeah, the carrot. I just don't. I just don't understand what the you mean. By... Like it's. It always seems, or it always seemed in Fallout. Like I would get a quest, and I'd be like, okay, I have like two hours to play this game tonight. I'm gonna go do this quest, and I would make a small. Like I would get like a fifth of the way through that quest, huh. and you know, it wasn't. It wasn't like. In Oblivion, where someone would give me a quest, like, go uh, do this for me. And I'd go, okay. And that would be one play session. We'd be doing that quest, and I would feel like that was well, a fulfilling only, play session. There's only, like, 20 quests in Fallout. I, I know, and I just don't like... I, I didn't find that system as rewarding. Okay. Um, and I You'll like Borderlands, then. Yeah. I, I just wanted... <laughs> has I wanted has tons of quests. Yeah, I just wanted a smaller experience that I could, you know, feel some sort of fulfillment from, you know, a single play session, I think, <laughs> is sort of what so I... Definitely get Borderlands. Yeah. yeah. Um, Borderlands is like I'm a totally different person than I was earlier on today. <laughs> so the, fir the first time I played through Dead Space, I just used the plasma cutter because I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is a really cool weapon. I can dismember enemies, and it's, it's neat, right? Yeah. Um, and there's an achievement for that, so that's cool. Um, the second time playing through it, though, there's also an achievement for like upgrading all your weapons and for using each weapon a certain number of times. So I was like, I'm going to try out all these different weapons. The weapons in Dead Space are really cool. Like there is one weapon I can't that is you literally would have done the plasma cutter thing on your first playthrough. Oh no, because the plasma cutter is awesome, and actually my philosophy behind it was I will just up. It's like the classic upgrade <coughs> the pistol technique. I will upgrade this thing as much as I possibly can, and then I'll try upgrading the other weapon. But by the end of the game, I had upgraded the plasma cutter and all my armor, and that's all I had enough nodes for. Uh. Um, but uh, playing through the second time, I was able to get all the weapons upgraded, all the other weapons because I didn't have to worry about armor and stuff. And they're really cool. There's one weapon that is literally a saw blade on a tractor beam. And you just fire the saw blade out, and yeah. it spins around really quickly, and you just hold it down and move it around and chop limbs off, which is amazing. It's really cool. Um, <laughs> there's the, the fl there's a flamethrower, but it sucks, so you should never use it. This is the... Uh, the game describes itself as uh, strategic dismemberment. Right, because the enemies the, the enemies are tough, but if you they, they've got little twig-like arms, so if you break them off, they bleed a lot, which like it presumably justifies it doing a whole ton more damage. So yeah, if you just cut off a couple of limbs, they they just die, um, which works really well. There's other enemies like later in the game where if you get too close to them without dismembering them, they just take your head off. Yeah. Um, but which, right. which is annoying. Important safety tip. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. So there's there's that one. Um, there was there's another one that like fires. It's it's like a force cannon. So it just like basically fires compressed air at them, or that's what it looks like it's doing, which will knock them over from long range or dismember them when you're really close up to them. Um, so that's that's really cool as well. I don't know. Like they, there's there's actual like weapon variety, like a ratchet and clank game. So like it's not except just for like the shotgun, except, the other shotgun. The right, exactly. It, it feel all the weapons feel different and uh, and interesting. So that's that's very cool. Um, so I I've been playing more Dead Space, and I'll probably play through it one more time still. Uh, Is it you do new game plus stuff? So you can do new game plus, but you can't change the difficulty. So the one achievement that I haven't gotten is the beat it on the hardest difficulty, which is called impossible mode. <laughs> uh, oh, good. Ah. So, but I'm I, guessing it's not going to be easy. And I can't new game plus into it, which is annoying because I can't. So I can't do the the Resident Evil thing where you get awesome equipment and then you bring it into the harder mode and it doesn't seem so bad. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. 
but the other game I've been playing is Dragon Age Journeys, which is a Flash browser-based game uh, that EA, EA2D has put out. It's their new uh, Flash game company, apparently. Cool. And it's really good. Like, it's, it's a hex-based strategy RPG. Um, it looks like Heroes and Might and Magic, you kind of. You had me at hex <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Hex boner. <laughs> it's like it, it's cool. It's got it's sort of it's a very simple sort of strategy RPG, but it also has all the all the cool like decking out your character stuff that you would expect to find in an RPG. You know, where you've got like the equipment on the right and your character on the left with all the different slots in it. And you drag be, stuff over and you can very, compare items and stats. And it'd be very depressing for EA if this ended up being like more popular than the actual game. Like, well, it's free, company. so I can see why it would be. So it's just like, why are we even a game company? Why don't we just make flash games? now <laughs> no it's 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 cool it, it, and i mean the, the selling point with it of course is that it it uh playing through it gets you uh stuff that you can then use in the oh, actual dragon code, age game code? well it no it, you, it ea has their own little account thing that you can hook up so like with burnout for example you get pardon me you have an ea.com account and it, it does stat tracking like halo does oh cool um but uh this also logs into that and so uh if you hook up dragon age presumably with it then it just transfers all that all the cool stuff over to your account when you when you start playing that. So that's a lot of fun. And you know what? If you have uh, no money at all uh, and want to play a cool game, uh, it's kept me occupied for a couple hours so far. So I don't know how long it is, but yeah, it's fun. Cool. Ray. Anybody else? Um. Uh, I I played for the uh, the the Team Fortress Two uh, Koth Harvest uh, event map. Um, and it was actually quite fun. Uh, they they added a bunch of uh, uh, jack-o'-lanterns with sticks of dynamite on them, so if you accidentally walk into them, they'll blow up. Or if guys are walking by and you shoot them and the, they blow up and then they kill them, uh, that is also quite fun. And also there's a ghost that goes around the map that uh, that will scare you and you'll get stuck in a running animation. You'll, you'll run everywhere and you can't use your weapon. And, yeah, it's it, it it was pretty fun. Despite the only problem with with it is there was weird frame rate issues. Like every once in a while, you just like your your computer just stuttered like mad, and then it, it would just go back to normal again. I don't know what, what was up with that, but yeah, it was uh, yeah yeah quite fun. Uh, but I think they'll take it off after today. But you'll probably hear this a week after. So yeah, long so gone. you missed it. Yeah, <laughs> you suck. Uh, okay, so at an hour and two minutes in, we have finished what we're playing now. Ha! Yay! Uh, out for grilling brand. We do like a sub-podcast. It, it's actually a little under that, uh, because I started recording early. That's true. Now, did you want to do grilling Graham? All right, I'll whip through this as quickly as I can. Okay. Hey, Graham, you mentioned a podcast, A Fantastic Tale, where you spent an hour very manually transferring some lady's phone numbers from one cell phone to another. Ever thought of entering it at notalwaysright.com, which I presume is a website of uh, clerks and such complaining about yeah. annoying customers? Um, oh, yeah. yeah, but that would take a while, so I don't think I'll do that. Hey, Graham, you mentioned on Twitter this morning you got to hang out with Brian O'Halloran. Ever thought of dying in a fire of my searing jealousy? Go huff a dong, Matt. <laughs> uh, hey, Graham, I heard you like mudkips. That is untrue. Uh, hey, Graham. Hey, Jim. Uh, hey, Graham, now that you have a beard, how do you dress as your evil twin? Uh, slick my hair back and dye the beard black. Uh, quite, just point of note, I'm going to go out of the room to call Callie back. Okay. If, if anyone says any bad words, like Kathleen said earlier, there's a text file open. Just write down the time. Okay, cool. <laughs> happened. Hey, Graham, are you actually going to answer any of the questions from this topic? Yes, Greg, I am. Uh, oh, Graham, you so fine. You so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Graham. Clap, clap. Hey, Graham. Uh, thanks. Yeah, 
That was not a question. Yes. Uh, Please make your Someone did the entire uh, things. Hey, Graham, I have nothing else to say. We shouldn't have posted. Uh, hey, Vern, it's, it's Ernest. Hey, Graham, I told Kim, my imaginary friend, Harold's imaginary friend, that Harold, my imaginary friend, thought you liked butts. Lol, is this true? Uh, yeah? Are you mad? No. Should I get mad at Harold, my imaginary friend, for you, or should I let Kim, Harold's imaginary friend, do that? Uh, Tim, I think you have worse problems. Are there, are there any useful questions in there? Related to the above, can you lie? No, I am incapable of lying. Hey, Graham, why do so many people ask you questions? Because they have nothing better to do. Hey, Graham, I've been sick for the past week. Is this a result of you fighting swine flu with your dick and pushing it back to the U.S. where people don't do such things? Uh, likely. Recommend you try it. Hey, Graham, since you'll be in Philly this weekend, will you visit Ben Franklin's Privy Pit? No, because we didn't actually go into downtown Philadelphia. We saw the road between the hotel and the expo center and pretty much nothing else. How awesome was it that you can do that if you wanted to? I don't really care about seeing Ben, ben Franklin's Privy Pit, but thanks. What's a Privy Pit? Not entirely the sure. Thing, probably like the, thing is, the thing under the privy, right? Hey Graham, will you follow me on Twitter so you, you can see my at replies? I can see your at repl I can see your at replies without you, without me following you. He was, he was just that. ignoring you. Yes. Yeah. No, except that you explained that actually. Yeah. Hey Graham, wouldn't it be simple and convenient to reply to all these questions with "sawed off"? It probably would. Hey Graham, you ever read a phrase or combination of words so frequently they lose all meaning? Sawed off. Wow. So, yeah, sawed off. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Hey Graham, do these shoes match my dress? No, they don't. Sorry, cake. Seriously, those shoes with that dress, you need a purse to pull the whole thing together. Hey, Graham, do you know where Waldo is? I've been looking for that SOB for years. Yes, he's in a series of books I had as a child. Hey, Graham, how can I become a cool kid like you? Uh, don't wear a Star Trek Voyager sweatshirt to the first day of high school. Uh, yeah, I'm cool. Hey, Graham, did you know there are two versions of the Crab Core video? I did. One of them isn't nearly as hilarious. What? There's two different versions? Yes. Hey, Graham, do you still want the epic win letters for Desert Bus 3? I don't know what we'd use them for or how you would ship them. Hey, Graham, is it snowing in BC? No. Well, not here, anyway. Um, it's so nice right now. Graham, will the unskippable live show be online? They taped it. Whether they put it online, it's up to them. Uh, it's it also, is online. The, well, the episode that we did is already online. The filming of our live version is basically identical. Hey, Graham, is this topic at all annoying? It wasn't initially, though it's getting that way now. Yeah. Hey, Graham, are you reading any of this? No. Hey, Graham, should we stop? Please. Hey, Graham, why don't you play Fallout 3 on a PC? Because I don't have a PC. I have a Mac. I've been over this. You've never had a PC. Do you not have a gaming rig? Oh, Matt answered that question as well. Uh, is it because of the controls? How, hey Graham, how does one huff a dong? Well, it involves a plastic bag, I believe. <laughs> uh, uh, how many pages are these there? Fuck, I don't know. Will there be any more Looting Ready Run 3000 ever? Probably not. Will I have a cookie? Or, sorry, can I have a cookie? No. Who am I? You're a guy named Jangles. I actually posted on the third page that I would stop answering questions after this, but can you smell what The Rock is cooking? No, because he hasn't been on WWE in years. Although he's been credited as Dwayne The Rock Johnson again for his new movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, must he's must have fallen on hard times. He needs to make a comeback. That'd be I'll amazing. Watch wrestling. It, That'd I, be I would watch wrestling again if yeah. he came back. For, actually, came back. For, the, for the 10th anniversary of SmackDown, he did have a video pack where he started... Where it, was, it was pretty funny. He was like... Uh, uh, he was like, um, you know, like, hi there, Dwayne Johnson from, no, that's not right. Uh, okay, let's start again. Then it, it was like a slate. You're like, beep. Hi, this is Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, coming to you from Hollywood. No, that doesn't feel right either. And then he was like, excuse me, uh, uh, can I get like a uh, uh, cappuccino or something? You know, like, <laughs> like the off camera. And he's being all like, oh, I'm from Hollywood or whatever. And then um, I don't I don't recall what the person said, but, uh, you know, there's like, do you want uh, uh, 
I don't recall. They gave him, like, the person taking his coffee order gave him some sort of twig line to, I think it was like a it doesn't matter yeah. sort of thing. He's like, wait, wait, <gasps> that's it. And then just turned into The Rock <laughs> and did this whole crazy promo about how awesome it was because SmackDown was named after his yeah. his catchphrase, and which just went off about being The Rock. And he said that his, he's going to do it the guest host on Raw, which is great. Because for, for years he's been like, I wasn't in the WWE. I'm a wrestler, me, I'm an actor. Surely you jest. Uh, but it'd be good if he actually, you know, I mean, maybe not make a full return, but at least acknowledge that they sort of turned him into a star. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, well, I wouldn't want him to come back, but just, you know, guest appearances here and there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's these questions good. are getting out of hand. Sorry, I didn't realize there was this many. Is this going to turn into a slightly more specialized version of Askler? No. no. Because it's not very interesting for the rest of us. No, Morgan really is back isn't. asleep. That doesn't, that's in not fairness, really I was put asleep by Matt and <laughs> Mass Effect. Are you reading this thread? Go fuck yourself, Morgan. Oh, here we go. Have you gotten a Philly cheesesteak and was it <laughs> awful? Yes, I did. No, it was delicious. I'll end it there. Right. Okay, real actual Askler. Delicious. There. One question. <laughs> <laughs> question. Well, what time? Why didn't you bring me back? We're coming up at 4 o'clock. We need to shoot. We have an entire fucking video to shoot today. Yeah, that's a lot of videos. So, fucking do it. All right. One question. Make what you is your least favorite internet meme? This is from Jillers. Ooh. Um, your least favorite. Wow. Least favorite. This is a great question. Yeah. Hmm. Probably go to. Hmm. No, it's go to no. really a meme. It's not really a meme. It, well, it yeah, is, I mean, you could of. say you could say shock sites as a thing. Yeah. But I don't. I yeah. Um, oh, I know there's one I that know. I just am sick Tub of. Girl is way worse than Ghost. No, no. Yeah, but but yeah, those are shocks. Just in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, between the gross, two. But freaking talent. Wow. <laughs> Least mm. favorite. It's tough because there's so many that are just. I hate so many memes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, how do you choose? <laughs> there, like, there's so like, many that are like annoying. Like, but answered I... answers is like the annoying one. Okay, no, well, no, no, that's go... the original man. I'm gonna yeah, have to no, go with the original one was this. Running Man. My least out. favorite internet meme is the Kanye West interrupting Taylor Swift in mm-hmm. the Oh God! Oh, I love that. No, I love those. It has been done really successfully. Occasionally, they're really funny. I saw one that was Kanye West interrupting himself. No less than four times, and end up with four Kanye West on screen <laughs> interrupting each other with Taylor Swift just looking awkward in the background in a comic strip. It was so good. What about uh, Leave Britney Alone? I hate that. Oh, oh yeah, Leave Britney Alone was pretty terrible. That was bad. The first I, I didn't, time I didn't like that at all. Then... No, I didn't even find it funny the first time. It was just irritating. Yeah. yeah. What he went, she, he. I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, as that like person general... went back to the well on Leave Britney Alone. No. No, no, just being passed around. Oh, okay, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. As a general thing, the, the like, uh, you know, the sort of YouTube-style um, video blogs where it's just, like, just some random guy or girl or whoever, like, in front of their computer them. saying, like, so this is what I'm doing today. And, and I went to the cuts. store, and then I had a ham sandwich, and then I did this. And then I put and this, this, and this, and this, I put this on my head and not, sat here for yeah, yeah, That's not really a meme, though. Well, but it's a thing that's been, I don't know, maybe it's been <coughs> you know, done a long time. Well, it's not, it's not an internet meme. One that yeah. I don't necessarily hate, but never really found funny, is Keyboard Cat, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat. I mean, Lol Cats, I enjoy some well, more. But Keyboard Cat, eh. Uh, keyboard Cat, well, it's, it's supposed to be sort of a way of saying this sucks, though, right? It's well, yeah. it's, it's saying it's, this is played out, yeah. really. Yeah. It's the, problem, the problem with Keyboard Cat is the thing that he plays is not 
it's not like if it was like it's not really inappropriate like playing like playing off music right it's supposed to be used for like you know people being vaudeville like, style yeah. playing off but it's not playing off music which it would be yeah. more effective that cat should have been way better about picking his music yeah, that, that said keyboard Indeed. cat has been played off by keyboard cat so really <laughs> that meme is played out too excellent reference to it in doomsday arcade though mm. no, that, that was good yeah all memes get annoying after a while I mean they get overused and then just fucking yeah. boom, and then it's true. All right. My yeah. favorite, really terrible meme. My favorite meme is still Long Cat, though. <laughs> long Cat is long. Oh, do you I ever see the? Uh, did you ever see the image of the uh, the PC land where it was like an entire bank of computers? Oh yeah. The first one had the hand of Long Cat. Oh, yeah. and the last one had the tail of Long Cat. And the rest of them were just a green <laughs> line. <laughs> I was uh, I was in like a conference and they had like the hand in which had the PowerPoint slides and I was drawing Long Cat. I would draw like the head and arms. On the top of the first slide, like on the on the because there's six slides printed to a page that I would like connect the body between the slides and I would draw the, the tail and the feet at the bottom. People beside me are like, "What the fuck are you drawing?" And I'm like, "Long cat." And they're like, "Right." Oh, <laughs> like, long died. cat. He's long. And then there was another page, and Kathleen's coworkers don't don't understand her and are sort of terrified by her. Yeah. My like my. Book. My oh, long-standing favorite got theme one. is Riker is disappointed by something on YTMND. I love that one. Which every I've got one, one I don't like that, uh, in, uh, is the, um, the 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 Wow Kid freakout. Oh, oh, yeah. The first like the first one was kind of funny just from like a holy shit kind of standpoint, but then you then you realize, especially watching the follow-up video, that his older brother is just an asshole. Yeah. Like the guy filming it is instigating all of it by just being a dick. Yeah. And I, I, I don't find Has that funny. Has there been more than just the two videos? Uh, there was another one with, like, him egging on their grandmother to, like, start <laughs> flipping out at him. And I think is I don't actually think it's set up. I think he just has a fucked up family. And he's a he's a little shit and just <laughs> starts harassing people. Like, sets up a camera and just starts being a dick to people. Wait, there are dicks on the internet? <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, there are people on the internet who set up cameras and start being dicks to people? I have no idea what you're talking about. Stop wait. the presses, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's like from that's yeah. like You could make a whole like video game based comedy troupe based on that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. Uh, dicks. All right. Okay, I think that's enough. Of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so until next time, your, our community is dead to us. Your yes. your zombies will be there in thirty minutes or less, or they're free. Yeah. <laughs> Owning ready run. We bring the zombies to you in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> or they're free. I got nothing. I, 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 I think we should free the Homo Free the Homo Mortuus. If we don't get the people in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>